If you feel like we just zipped through January and now it's over and a new month begins, you're not, al- you're not alone. January is the start of the calendar year, but not the solar year, and it's always a time of readjustment. We're full of hope and anticipation for something different, only to find ourselves, after the first week or 10 days, back in the same old grind and groove. February bursts in after a month of heavy energy with the means and opportunity to help us continue with the movement of clearing and release we began in January. I know it's traditionally the month we celebrate love because of Valentine's Day, but this month is so much more than that. And if we're going to create loving relationships later this year, we can take advantage of February's energy to clear the decks of the emotional debris of the past. Let's talk about February in this month's energy report. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. When you think of February, you think of Valentine's Day, and that's the main focus of the month. It's typically the month in which our thoughts are on love and romance, relationships, whether we're celebrating what we have, regretting the one that got away, trying to forget the ones that broke our heart, or hoping that our turn at love comes soon. But February is so much more than that, and this month has some beautiful and powerful energy that's going to highlight this year's reckoning theme and present a clear ascension transition path. Have you ever felt like the calendar was wrong to start with January, often the coldest, darkest month of the year? If we celebrate the birth of the new year in nature with spring, why do we celebrate our calendar year in the cold of winter? Well, I found out a few things here. Until 1752, the calendar year did begin with the month of March, and then it was changed to the Julian calendar, which began in January. With the old-style calendar, February would have been the 12th month of the year, and the final month before a new year began in spring with the March equinox. That's why February is named after Phoebus, the Roman god of atonement and purification. Now, this is a new focus for the month where we typically think of romance to consider a less romantic theme to the month and make the best use of its energy. It's fully aligned with the 2023 theme of reckoning and the path that we are embarking on this year. Remember, path is the theme of the 2023 year, and that stands for potential alignment, truth, and harmony. It's part of my GPS 2023 program. 
Since 2023 is a seven year and that number represents contemplation and inner growth, as a two month, February's numerology is a nine, the number of completion. How appropriate and supportive for us to prepare for new growth and new beginnings in spring, which is next month's theme. Rather than focusing on love and romance this month, which can be a challenge if you do not have love to celebrate, we're going to look at alchemical purification, atonement, release and recalibration, and ascension energy movement. This doesn't mean that love is out of the picture, but it does mean that we can't continue to chase after love and continue our old love patterns, which include choosing healing over wholeness, perspiring instead of inspiring, and seeking our own redemption by redeeming others. It sounds harsh, but if we are to fulfill our own desire for love, then we need strong energy boundaries, more self-esteem, and a willingness to engage in partnerships that are energetically aligned and not emotionally unbalanced. One of the notable aspects of February is that every planet is partnered with its higher frequency complement, and they're all bookended by Mercury and Pluto, both in Capricorn. I have been writing about these complementary energies since October of 2022, and they are still active this month. This is a huge blessing for us, and Mercury is the smallest planet, and Pluto the farthest, and both are in Capricorn, the sign that has been ruling over our ascension process since 2008. Since Pluto changes sign next month, how appropriate and fitting it is for us to use February to purge ourselves of the rest of the energies, situations, people, memories, timelines, and other blocks and limiters that stunt our spiritual growth and distract us from our full empowerment and the brightest and boldest expression of our light. This has to be a deliberate purge, though. We can't randomly select energies we think are inconvenient or that are in the way. The theme of alchemical purification means turning the lead into gold, so to speak. It's what I teach in the Pearl Timeline Trauma Transformation Program, turning the trauma of the past into a triumphant stepping stone for the present. Notably, February opens with Venus in Pisces, which is its most powerful placement. It's said that Venus is exalted in Pisces, but it's also a rather Kali-like energy, both creator and destroyer. Love is such a complex topic, and it's an area where we feel most vulnerable and fragile. Yet, it's an area where we also seek fulfillment, validation, and connection. Without it, we are lost, but we are also often lost with it. Venus will help us navigate the uncertain waters of relationships of all kinds this month, so we are prepared for the relationships that will become available to us later this year. This is one of February's strongest placements. Having Venus here in the month of love brings a spiritual quality to this state, but it's not the dreamy romantic love we all seek. It's the love truth that we may have tried to avoid. And that doesn't mean the truth that we are really not lovable, worthy of love, or can have love. Far from it. This is the love call to action, reminding us that if we want the love we dream of, we need to stop engaging in relationships that are not aligned with that intention. It's very noble to want to heal and help someone, but when we do that at the expense of our joy and peace of mind, heart, and spirit, 
we just delay our own love blessings. And the Venus-Neptune conjunction in Pisces on February 14th and 15th is going to reveal that in ways we can't ignore. You may discover that your partner has been less than honest or committed, that it's really time to end a relationship, that you need to focus on your own love needs more, or that you have been your own saboteur in the area of love. Venus rules value and self-esteem, and Neptune dissolves the illusions, so get ready for a relationship and love reality check. If February extends far beyond love, why am I focusing so much on love? Because it's the beginning and the end of every aspect of our life path. Love is interwoven into every part of our lives through our connections with family, friends, children, and partners. We seek it, live for it, long for it, and it colors every aspect of our being. A loveless childhood creates bitter, lonely, angry adults. A broken love creates grief, sadness, and shame. A love betrayal creates fear, doubt, and resentment. We can live without love, but that creates a secret longing that leads to love shame. Why can't we be lucky in love like other people? Love is our greatest weakness, and it can also be our greatest strength. Our capacity to give and receive love is limited by our willingness to be loved, to be vulnerable. And our capacity to love is limited by our willingness to be loved to be vulnerable, and to receive as much as we give. In the end, we measure our life successes by how much we were loved, how much we loved, and who loved us. So it is fitting that the end of our solar year include an exploration of love because it's what we all long for and what we strive for with every connection and in every situation. The themes of February are an interesting gathering of aspects that we've been working on for decades. This is not new, but it's another level of opportunity for us to get clear on where we stand, what our energy boundaries are, and what we will intend for ourselves. Alchemical purification means to rid ourselves of our excess baggage, but we don't just toss it randomly to the side. The purification must include an irreversible alchemical process that transforms the past into a new vibe for the present. Atonement is one of the most misused, misunderstood, and greatest causes of pain and suffering on our spiritual path. We have long thought that it meant seeking absolution, redemption, and validation as part of our journey into reconnection with spirit. Fulfillment of that mission meant getting entrenched in long healing journeys, bringing others to the light, and becoming an example of divine perfection instead of divine congruence, harmony, and integration. To this end, we have dedicated lifetimes to using every means possible to bring the light to the world and offering ourselves as martyred healers for this cause. How many lifetimes have we spent in subjugation to this effort only to feel like we never achieved our goal and failed at every turn? In my book, Ascending into Miracles, The Path of Spiritual Mastery, I wrote about atonement because even then, when I published that book in 2011, I'd been writing about this topic for several years. Instead of atonement as a path of redemption, we need to see this as at one bringing ourselves back to our spiritual center. Our healing, wholeness, and congruence do not depend on the number of people we bring to the light. Rather, 
It's our mission to bring ourselves back to our divine center, back to our light, back on our path, and to practice acceptance of others' energetic sovereignty when they choose to reject the light and be within their own density and darkness. We don't lose anything in that process, and instead, we gain our own energetic sovereignty and stop our lifetimes of suffering because we feel that we have failed to bring light to the world. We are supposed to be a source of inspiration to those who want a new path, not the hammer of divine justice reminding everyone that the light is the only way. When we release our mission of atonement and focus on our at-one-ment instead, we can complete our own ascension mission and embrace and embody the joy that is our divine reward for honoring our own life path and soul mission. Release and recalibration involve letting go of what no longer serves us because we have been alchemized into a new energetic frequency and vibration. And it's accompanied by an energetic recalibration, which means we reconsider our connections, choices, options, potential, and possibilities. Ascension energy moves us along the ascension spiral, a rising movement into new multidimensional experiences that are not a divorce from 3D reality. Remember, it's an integration, not a takeover. With each new level of ascension, we must also expand our energy to create a bigger energy field. Raising our vibe is not simply embracing a new frequency. It also includes expanding our energy to accommodate more joy, peace, love, and abundance. We must integrate new frequencies into our 3D reality. That's why it's futile to ignore, release, or jettison the ego. Your ego is your personality. Without it, you are a non-person, all substance and no form. The ego is part of your humanity that grounds you into your reality. Without it, you have no container to receive and express energy. Love your ego and let it be open to ascension too. It's an important part of you. We have a lovely full moon on February 5th at 16 Leo that's bringing Uranus surprises to the forefront. Be prepared for the unexpected and remember to leave some room for miracles in your intention. The universe can be very creative when we give it some breathing room. And the new moon at 1 Pisces on February 20th opens the Alpha Omega portal that we'll see in March and in April with two new moons at 1 Aries and 29 Aries. And the second new moon is an eclipse. Fun times ahead. What does all of this mean for us? Well, it's time for us to sit up and pay attention, to move to the front of the line and start thinking about ourselves now. Are we living the fulfilled, joyful life that's our divine blueprint? Or are we hiding in the background, hoping that one day things will get better? Are we living in joy or in fear of the next bad thing or life challenge? Do we fully express our energy or dim our light? When are we finished with our healing and become whole? And how do we create congruence? These are questions for February, and the answers are available to us as we use the energy of this month to purify and atone, becoming more grounded in spirit and more aligned with the divine. Divinity is your destiny, and the blueprint for your life must have a foundation of joy. Use this month's energy wisely and have a wonderful
Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together. Mm-hmm.